first of three stories from Glen. This story starts with my family moving to our third house in the town of Accrington. It was 1989, I was 16, had left school, and had just started art college. My parents were doing well with their businesses, they owned a shop, and my dad had also become a very successful salesman for a big company. They had wanted to move for a while, and we finally made the move into a semi-detached house in a delightful housing estate just on the outskirts of town. It was a much nicer area. We could see fields and trees, and the neighborhood was nice. The house was only 11 years old when we moved into it, and my mum declared it to be not haunted, and it wasn't, for a few years at least. Flash forward to 1993 into what was going to be a very tough year ahead for my family. My dad was diagnosed with cancer, and although I don't necessarily think that had anything to do with it, I did find the house suddenly undergoing paranormal activity. I was around 20 by this time. Now, at this point in my life, I was very much a heavy metal fan. I had the long hair, I had the t-shirts, cowboy boots, and studded jackets. There was a late night metal music show that I used to like watching at the weekend, but it was on at 3 in the morning, and so every Friday night I would record it on our VCR and watch it the next morning. This is before we had MTV. So, this one night, I waited for my parents to go to bed, and after they had, I took my VHS tape and went to head downstairs to program the VCR for my show. I stepped out of my room and to the top of the stairs. The house was dark, and I didn't put any lights on because I didn't want it to disturb my sleeping parents. I took my first step onto the stairs, and suddenly everything downstairs was lit by a pure, brilliant white light. Now, the stairs went directly into the living room. We didn't have any hallways on the ground floor. The stairs were open plans, so as you went down, you could see into the living room. The light was coming from the opposite side of the room to where the window was, from a corner that you could not see from the stairs until you literally got to the bottom step. Each step I took down the stairs seemed to cause the light to diminish, and by the time I got to the bottom step and could turn to see what the light was, it had vanished. It wasn't a car passing outside. It was the most brilliant, pure white light I had ever seen. It had literally flooded the living room. It was amazing. I was a bit freaked out, but I wasn't particularly scared. I thought it was exciting. Over the next few weeks after that, we got a lot of poltergeist activity. TVs would turn on by themselves, kettles would boil, keys would vanish and reappear in places you would never think to find them. I even found my wallet up in the attic once after hunting the house for it. I hadn't been up there in over a week, but had used my wallet many times since. It didn't make sense. I think my most memorable event of poltergeist activity was being in my room while my parents were out one afternoon. I remember clearly that I was sat on my bed with a sketchbook. I'm an artist, and at that time I was obsessed with Metallica. I had been working on some pencil sketch portraits of the band, and was working on one such portrait at the time. I was happily sketching away in silence when my stereo system suddenly blared into life. I jumped with fright because it was so loud. I thought I must have sat on the remote or something, but after looking around for it, I noticed it was by the stereo system, well out of reach. Even weirder, the stereo had started on a setting that I would have had to have pressed several buttons in sequence to activate. The activity lasted for around three months. My parents were pretty much unaware of anything going on. 
It seemed to only affect me when they were not around. I would talk about it with my mom sometimes, but she continued to insist the house was not haunted. Maybe it's someone just passing through, she would say. Crash My fourth story begins not long after my dad died in May of 1994. My dad had suffered with cancer for over a year, and when he finally passed away, both my mom and I were expecting to see him again in spirit form fairly quickly. I remember dreading seeing the ghost of my father because, although I have seen ghosts since around the age of seven, I never saw a ghost I was directly related to, and the idea freaked me out quite a bit. My mom, of course, thought the opposite, and she has a history of being visited by friends and relatives after they have died. She really wanted to see him. Three months passed without incident. Both my mom and I were getting used to this new dynamic of living without my dad. It was around August when something happened. It was evening, and I was sat reading in bed. It was around 10 p.m., and I had work in the morning, so I decided to call it a night and get some sleep. I put my book down, switched off my bedside lamp, and snuggled down to the pillows. Clatter! Clash! Bang! Nope, not a ghost. My mom. She had decided to also go to bed herself and was in the bathroom, which was on the other side of the wall to where my bed was up against. She was cleaning up, making a noise, and generally dashing my hopes of getting to sleep. I tutted and moved to lie on the opposite side of the bed, away from the noise she was making next door. As I turned, I just happened to glance at the end of the bed. It was dark, but as it was August, it wasn't pitch black at that time of night. I could make out the detail of the room because my eyes had adjusted to the dark. There was a woman standing on the end of my bed. On the bed, not by it. She towered down at me. I could make out her form. She looked to have long hair and wasn't particularly old, maybe late 20s, mid-30s. She wore what looked to be something like a long white silk dress that covered her almost completely. Um, hi? I said, really confused. For a second, I thought it might have been my mom, but she was still next door in the bathroom. The woman looked at me, raised her hand in a small waving gesture to acknowledge me, and then drifted sideways and disappeared right into the wall, still looking at me. I bolted straight upright in bed. Come back, I remember saying. This was awesome. I was freaked out and excited all at the same time. I had definitely just seen a ghost. I stayed sat up in the bed for quite some time, willing her to come back, but she never did. I do remember straining to see in the dark what looked to be like a void at the other end of my room, almost like a portal. It lasted for some time. I didn't tell my mum that night. The last thing she needed was to be told about a female ghost just before bed but I told her the next day. I saw someone in my room last night, I started. Your dad? She asked quickly. I had her attention. No, 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 a, a woman, long hair, quite young. I'm not sure who it was. She claimed not to know who it might be either. I actually asked if it might be her mother, my grandmother, who I'd never met because she died before I was born, but she didn't think it would be. Although personally, and to this day, I have always thought it might have been her. I still haven't seen him. She said. We hadn't chatted about seeing my dad since after the first few days following his death. She was quite sad about it. I thought I would have seen him by now. Another three months passed. I had bought a new album on CD, but my personal player in my room was on the fritz. So I waited for my mom to go to bed, and when she had, I got my headphones and took my new disc down to the stereo system downstairs. It was a big hi-fi system in a wooden unit, and I plugged in my headphones and sat cross-legged on the floor and began listening to music. 
The lights were on in the room. It wasn't spooky or weird. I was just listening to music and all was good. Then I just got this urge to turn around. So I did. And there she was, the same woman who had stood on my bed. Just stood there, looking at me by the foot of the stairs. I literally did a double take, and when I looked back, she had gone. And, like before, never came back. I told my mom again about her the next day. I've seen her again, I said. Again, she didn't have an answer to who it might be. Your dad's been, though, she announced. Oh, wow, I said, a bit freaked. When? A few nights ago, she replied. I was just lying in bed. I was lying on my side, the way I used to lie with him, and I suddenly felt his arms come around me from behind and hold me like he used to. Apparently then he spoke to her. Don't move. Don't try to look at me. If you lie just like we used to, they will let me stay. But if you try to look at me, I have to go. So of course she turned around immediately to try and see him, and he slipped away. Disappointed, she turned back to how she had been lying, and after a while he came back. We just talked, she said. We just chatted about stuff, about you, about work. It was all really casual. It was strange, though, she continued. I thought he would be like he was when he was healthy, but he was really thin and bony, just like he was at the end. I wasn't expecting that. I never saw the woman ever again, but there was a period of time, three or four years, where I actually felt her around me from time to time. I always got the impression that I was not meant to see her, and that the two times I did, it was by complete accident. I turned around and just caught her. Every other time she knew I was around, she would always be behind me, out of sight, because she was meant to be unseen. In the meantime, I would often be in my room late at night, and I would hear a one-sided conversation coming from my mum's room. Dad's here, I would often think. Apparently years later, long after I'd moved out, he finally told her that she needed to let him go, and he hasn't been back since then. It's always intrigued me as to who the they he mentioned to my mum might be. Food for Thought My next tale happened during the summer of 1994, a few months after my dad had died and occurred sometime alongside my last story. This is the first time seeing a ghost actually scared me. It was also the first time I ever saw a ghost outside. So, our family house is in a very nice housing estate. Most of the buildings are semi-detached, as is the norm in the suburbs of the UK. There are trees and fields on both sides. It's cute. The only problem with the street I lived on is that it is a dead-end street. There is one way in and one way out. That in itself is fine in theory, but the street is almost a mile long and runs alongside the main road that takes you into the town center. In a car, not a problem. But when you have to walk, you have to literally walk a mile in the wrong direction to then have to double back to go into town. It is a pain in the ass. Luckily, there's a shortcut. But it's a freaky shortcut, and not for the faint-hearted. There is farmland next to the housing estate, and there is an old path that you can take that takes you by the farm, over a reservoir, and into an industrial estate of warehouses and factories, which then leads straight into town. It takes half the time to walk this way. One beautiful, sunny summer evening, I got invited over to my best friend's house, who lived near the town center. I wanted to go and hang out, but I could not be bothered walking the official way, and so decided to take the shortcut into town. I climbed the wall into the farmer's field and found the path. 
You had to be careful not to be caught by the farmer, but at that time of the day, around 7 p.m.-ish, you weren't likely to come across him. I strolled along the path, which, at one particular bend, is where the old farm stands. This was old and abandoned. The newer farm was further away, and it is a ruin. Creepy as hell, the roof caved in, the windows out, and reclaimed by nature. All over. It's kind of awesome. Anyway, I got past that and headed towards the reservoir ahead. The path actually split the reservoir in two. As I approached it, I could see a man on a bike at the far end. He was cycling towards me over the stretch of path that ran across the reservoir. For the brief time I saw him, I could see he was a worker. He had work overalls on and was riding what looked like a very old bike with a lamp on the front. I didn't pay too much attention to it. He looked kind of old and the bike was probably something he'd had for many years. As I walked on, I was distracted by a dog barking to my left. I looked across to it and could see a family walking and playing with their dog. I had not been this particular way too often, and I remember thinking that I had not been over where I saw the family and dog and thought I should explore that area soon. I continued walking, and the guy on the bike continued towards me. I looked back to the dog, then back to the guy on the bike. Back to the dog, back to the guy... What the actual... The guy on the bike was gone. Gone. Vanished. The actual shock of not seeing him scared the hell out of me. My first instinct was that the guy on the bike must have fallen into the water because he hadn't passed me and he couldn't have turned around and gone back the way he had come in the split second I'd looked away and back again. I ran back and forth along that stretch of path looking for any sign of him. A splash, a scream for help, anything. There was nothing. He was just gone. After a few moments, the other realization of what had just happened crept up on me. I had seen a ghost. It freaked me out, which is weird because I've seen ghosts for many years, but I just wasn't ready for this one. I had never seen one outside of a building before, and it was broad daylight. I got to my friends and I was freaking. I told him about it, which then sparked an evening of ghost stories. And then I had to go home. I was terrified to walk back the way I'd come, especially as it was now dark, but I really didn't want to walk the long way around. Laziness went out over common sense, and soon I was walking back through the industrial estate, walking towards the reservoir. I remember walking along the path absolutely terrified thinking that any minute I would hear the ring of an old bicycle bell as some ghostly cyclist rode on by. Horrible. Still, I felt like a fool the entire way, and then just as I was sure I was far enough away not to see anything, I rounded the corner to the old abandoned farm. As creepy as it looked during the day, it looked positively evil at night. I ran, all the way back to the wall and back onto my street. I think back to that time, and it just makes me chuckle at how scared I was. But as much as it scared me, I love the memory of it. A very memorable summer evening. It does make me think that we could possibly pass or see ghosts every day outside and not even realize that they are ghosts. Unless they did something completely unexplainable, why would we think they were anything else than regular folk? Food for thought. <laughs>